Welcome to Around and Around the OCD Circle. My name is Elizabeth, and I have been living with obsessive compulsive disorder for over 60 years. I am not a therapist or a member of the medical community. I am just an ordinary person like yourself who will be sharing my thoughts and experiences with you with the hope that you will feel less alone. If you don't have OCD, I hope you will learn some information that will help you understand this disorder better. Some of the topics I will be covering may be triggering for you as a listener. If so, I apologize in advance. Since I don't know what your triggers are, please refer to the episode summary in the show notes before listening to each episode. If at any time you feel like hurting yourself or ending your life, please, please call the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by dialing 988 if you are in the United States. It is open 24 hours a day and you will be connected with the nearest crisis center to receive immediate counseling and local mental health referrals. Now, on to today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Around and Around the OCD Circle. I want to remind you that you can contact me at aroundandaroundtheocdcircle at gmail.com and tell me your story. Just say hello, ask me questions, maybe suggest a topic for a future episode, or let me know if you would like to be interviewed on this podcast. You can be completely anonymous on air, and the only requirement is that you have been diagnosed and treated for obsessive compulsive disorder for at least two years. My social media platforms and blog links are in the show notes. Today I'm going to be talking about having OCD and managing it in the workplace. Do you have a part-time or full-time job? Do you find it difficult to focus on tasks because of your OCD? Does your boss or do your co-workers know you have OCD? Do you have trouble in social situations at work? Are people noticing your rituals? Maybe you feel subconscious about them. These are the topics I'm going to address today by telling you some of my experiences and challenges I've had in the past and how I've adapted. I invite you to go back and listen to my previous episodes because I've already talked a little bit about working full-time during an OCD spell. I currently have what is considered to be a full-time job. Five years ago, I was the only employee in the company besides my boss. We had clients in the office every day, all day. While I do have some social anxiety, this job is actually easier than my teaching job in some ways. Because with teaching, I was pretty much stuck in the classroom, and I had to suppress my emotions. As far as the children knew, I was happy and smiling the entire day. They relied on that, and I couldn't show if I was bothered, frazzled, irritated, or ill, because they would take advantage of that. I couldn't stop what I was doing, leave 30 children alone or with an assistant at the drop of a hat. I couldn't go into another room and break down crying. It was an impossible situation for me. If you are a teacher who has obsessive compulsive disorder, I feel for you and I commend you. Teaching is already physically and emotionally draining work. Throw OCD into the mix and you have a real challenge on your hands. In the firm I work in, there's a little bit more flexibility and that there are several conference rooms that are sometimes empty. 
I can sneak off to one of them when I'm feeling overwhelmed or excuse myself to the restroom down the hall. Sometimes just having a small, safe place where I can be alone with my thoughts for even a few minutes can provide some relief when I get overwhelmed. I now work at home three days per week and go into the office twice a week. Since the pandemic, most of our meetings are held remotely. Working remotely has been a big plus for me. However, not being around people can get a little lonely at times. But hey, I can't have it both ways. Focusing on work has always been a real challenge because of my obsessions, especially when there are clients milling around the office and there's a lot of work to do at my desk. When I was a teacher, I literally could not leave for the day unless all my work was completed and everything was set up and ready for the next day. When I got this job, I would stress out because I couldn't get it all done. The woman who trained me, I would call her after she left the position and I would tell her, I can't get all this done in one day. Do you think I should come in on the weekends? And she would laugh and she'd say, no, Elizabeth. She said, just do what you can. Leave everything in a neat stack next to your desk and you can start on it the next day. And I was just not used to that and it totally stressed me out. Now that I'm working from home a lot, there are fewer distractions. I get everything done at home or I get ahead. But then when I'm in the office, I'm trying to look busy. I hate that feeling. Sometimes I think I'd rather be swamped with work. It would make the time go faster. But focus is still an issue for me at home. I'm tempted to nap during the day when things are slow or I'm depressed. You can't just lay down and take a nap at the office, although I do remember faking headaches at times to do just that when we had carpet in our office. I would lay on the floor in a conference room and sleep for 10 minutes. It was the only way I could get through the day. Not sleeping, staying awake until the wee hours of the night doesn't help either. I'm happy to announce that Around and Around the OCD Circle podcast now has a Facebook page. A private, safe space where we can share our OCD experiences with others. Topics such as obsessions, intrusive thoughts, and rituals will be discussed by members who can relate to one another because we all have one thing in common, obsessive compulsive disorder. You are not alone. Join us, won't you, on the Around and Around the OCD Circle Facebook page. The link is in the show notes. Hope to see you there. So how do I get things done well and in a timely manner when I have intrusive thoughts going around and around in my head? How do I keep from making mistakes when my brain is thinking of someone else? Well, I make a lot of lists I need to accomplish with two boxes next to each task. As each task is completed, I double check the work for errors. Once that task is finished and checked, I mark it off and move to the next task. When my OCD was really bad before I was diagnosed and got the right help, I used to double and triple and quadruple check emails even after they were sent. Now that I have my checklist, I have something tangible to look at to prove to myself that I have checked it and edited it before sending. And actually, I don't use many of the older checklists anymore because the checking has almost worked its way out. I use what I call a bullet journal. 
I move all the tasks I possibly can to other days if I get overwhelmed. I schedule tasks as far as one year in advance. I set alarms and timers so that I don't have to be constantly checking the dates and times of the day. For instance, I have to send quarterly payroll information to our accountant four times per year. Those dates are already on the calendar and an alarm goes off 24 hours before they are due. I have timers set on my computer for times throughout the day. Order lunch, pick up lunch, end promotions, restart promotions, order supplies, check mail, check emails, things like that. I print a lot of emails out on paper. These emails are the ones that I need to follow up on, do some research, calendar dates, things like that. I do much better and I make fewer mistakes when I can actually touch the paper, finish the task, and shred it when I'm done. I try to make everything as automated as possible like an assembly line. I am like a machine. I have computer stick notes with responses to email questions I receive over and over again. This keeps me from making spelling and grammar errors. What I want to do is eliminate thinking. The less I have to think about what to do, when and how and why to do it, the better off I am. Because my mind is already thinking of my obsession. Why throw more information into my brain? Instead of trying not to think of the obsession, I let it sit there in my head and I work around it. It's much less exhausting and not as frustrating. How do you manage your OCD at your job? I'm a checker, as you can see, so my checklists are perfect for my type of OCD. Do your bosses or coworkers know you have obsessive compulsive disorder? I have mentioned it to my boss once or twice when I was frustrated with a work-related situation and because he asked me why I just couldn't let it go. Do people notice your rituals? My boss is kind of in his own little world most of the time. He has mentioned my rituals a few times when he's noticed them, but they weren't really affecting him or my job performance. At our old location, there was a woman on our floor who constantly brushed her teeth in the restroom. Any time of the day, if she was in there, she was brushing away. She would stay at the sink for a long time and no one could wash their hands. I may be wrong, but I think now in 2023, a lot of people may recognize obsessive compulsive behavior and hopefully be a little bit more understanding and patient. I would think that by now, most people today know someone who either has obsessive compulsive disorder or shows symptoms of the disorder. I did hear that her toothbrushing ritual was causing problems with her job because she was away from her desk so much. And get this, she worked in a dentist's office. I often wondered how and why that particular ritual got started. Anyway, I had empathy for her and I hope she was able to keep her job. So to recap how I manage my OCD on the job, I find a safe space to go to to get my head together and relax my mind. I eliminate thinking by making lists, setting timers for daily tasks, and alarms for future tasks. If you are currently looking for a work position, I hope this will also give you some ideas on what to look for in a work environment. 
If it's a position where someone is constantly looking over your shoulder, checking up on you, or you don't have control over the procedures or order of how you do those procedures, that position might not work in your situation, especially if you are self-conscious about your obsessions and rituals. I do much better if I'm told what I'm expected to get done and when, and then I choose how to go about it. I probably would not work well in a fast-paced fast food restaurant. On the other hand, your OCD might do well with that much structure. We are all different. There is no one right way of doing things. These were just ideas to think about. If there are things you do in your daily work life that work for you, I would love for you to contact me and let me know. My email address is in the show notes. I hope you have a fantastic day and I hope you will join me the next time on Around and Around the OCD Circle.